Good morning. I want you to know that God is really showing how powerful he thinks and how simple it is to understand. Even understanding the simplicity of before the foundation of the world, I already knew you. The simplicity in that powerful thought. Now, Satan cannot do anything without God's permission. And sometimes God will give us a word, give us a vision right before he decides to wake us. And today is different for me. And it's better like it is for you. Before God waked me, Satan asked God for permission to say something to me. And right before I awakened, I heard Satan's voice. I heard the voice of Satan for the first time. And he said, I remember you. And his voice is dark and is deep but it's echoed. And the reason why it's echoed is because he's way beneath. When God said he's beneath, that means he is far down. Even while he's in the room with you trying to see what area in your life, my life, he can devour. No matter where he is, he's still beneath. Satan can only remember how good it was and how bad it will forever be for him. But for us, we can think about how it was bad for us and how great it will forever be for us. And I said, God, why did he want to say that? God says, because he wants you to know That he did not encounter you guys first here in the earth. He encountered you in my kingdom while he was Lucifer. Because he didn't say, I remember you from a dark place, from an evil thought. He wasn't even speaking from Satan. He was speaking from a remembrance of him being Lucifer. I remember you when I was Lucifer. And I said, Father, we wasn't formed yet because he got kicked out and then watch us be formed here in the earth. God says, the same as I provide you with visions, I provide all with visions in my kingdom. But those of you as a three-part being, have dreams with your visions. They doesn't have a body. They just have visions. And I showed them prophetic visions, many prophecies of you to come. In my kingdom, I showed them how you worship me, how you look like me, 
how my children think like me in their original state. And Satan spent a lot of effort. He devoted his energy as Lucifer with the visions that I showed him about all of you. And God is pretty much saying that Satan enjoyed it at first. Like, wow. And then he started thinking, what would it be like if they start doing this to me? Doing this unto me? Wow. What would it be like for them to give me the highest praise? What would it be like for them to call on my name? And he entertained that thought. I know the Bible is basic instructions. Everything is not to be mentioned. That's why God have us to have eyes to see what we are hearing. And ears to hear as we are seeing. As we open up this powerful book, we have to allow the Bible to come to life. It's so much more than just what we read. What you read, it takes you far beyond. If I was to just speak in an earthly term regarding time, season, and dates, not just think about January, but think about the entire year when you read a book. Let it play in your head over and over and let it expand because there's so much more that's connected to what you've seen to more of what you see and more be what you've seen to see more and become what you've seen and that be your reality. Because in the word, it's just pretty much saying about how Satan wanted to be worshipped got kicked out, and then there goes Revelation. There was a war in heaven right before he got kicked out. He watched us perform here in the earth, but it's so much more that happened in between that. It wasn't like God created Satan, put the beautiful gems on him. He sung and wanted to be worshipped. When Christ said, now it's time to make man, he got upset because of us. No, we were way talked about before God said now it's time. God was just about to bring the thought and the visions that he shown with them to pass in the earth. It was manifestation time. Everything I have shown you all, here is manifestation. Here it is, in fruition. And that's when Satan got upset. Because he wanted us to do it unto him. He kept having that thought. Every time... He seen us. He saw us worship him and no longer worship God. And God seen his thoughts. God heard his thoughts in his kingdom. Satan says, I remember you. And he's speaking from a remembrance 
He can never take back what he has done. I used to stand the gift of God having me to see different places and parts of evil principalities and encounter Satan and the demons. And God would take me on high and show me different realms in the kingdom and the angelic hosts and everything that God is doing. But I noticed God would come in any way, shape, or form but to actually see the face of God. We really cannot take that because I had a dream. I encountered a seraphim that had to be in a disguise. And this woman, which I never knew, I only know I didn't even have a thought that a woman could be a seraphim. I don't know. And she showed up in a disguise. And even her disguise had me to scream. Our reaction to a seraphim is a scream. A scream that you never had before. That's inside of you to have when you encounter a seraphim. And my scream caused her to run towards me quickly to do what God sent her to do. And I realized they do exactly that. Whatever God says, it be. No matter if we try to stop it, there is no stopping it. Because she came straight at me and put her hands in me and stopped moving things around. It was like gold liquid inside, which is the anointing. And then her eyes became shielded. I tried to take as much information I can by looking around at her so I could come back out of my sleep and talk about it. And she had on this coat, this long trench coat. It was tan. And then I seen her arms. And I was like, I wanted to look behind her arms like, where are your feathers? But she didn't want me to, she pulled back her arm a little bit, but not being rude. She was pretty much saying, I don't want you to really think that this is, it's just a disguise. I don't want you to be mesmerized of something that's not, because my arm don't look like this. I'm in a disguise and her feathers were taped down very well. And then her eyes became shields. Then I get three taps on my left shoulder. I couldn't even turn my head. And that was our almighty God right there. I couldn't even turn my head. In the presence of God, I couldn't turn my head. God did not appear as no burning bush. It was almighty God sitting there beside me and I couldn't turn. Do you know who our father is? Do you know know when you get up out the bed, sometimes it takes you some time to get up. You know, you stretching and yarning. Picture getting out the bed like, whoa. Like, God, you wake up not even yawning. You just, God. God. As a teenager, I just say, God, is this real? 
Don't play with me with this. Is this real? This word, is it really real? I don't, I don't want to get my hopes up for something. I don't want to be a part of something that's not real, God. It, uh, you know, I'm not saying, are you God real? But everything I'm reading about didn't happen that way. Satan really did that. All these mighty acts, you really done that? Christ really came into earth like that? Tell me yes or no, God. God said yes. I believe you. I used to hate when God take me to evil principalities. Why you keep taking me there? I don't want to see no Satan and no demons. But I realized God wanted me to see the simplicity of what we think is so, you understand, surreal. It makes sense. His word makes so much sense because he takes me there to tell you guys. That's why he wants me to tell you. God would take me on high in the kingdom and he would show me things about how he feel. And it's not rare. I mean, excuse me. It's very, it's rare. It's not often. It's not often. But Satan does the same thing, but he asks God for permission to do so. And the first time I really seen Satan out of a disguise, because he always come in the disguise. He appears to be very short and very ugly. But this time he showed me himself. He was upstairs in his demonic house, one place out of many where he currently resides. And I was standing at the bottom of the step and he was walking down the steps. They were wooden steps. God wouldn't have me to feel the atmosphere because there was nothing but death and fear. And he had on this dingy, white, torn up garment. And Satan is listening to me while I'm talking about what I encountered because he asked God for me to come. I'm like, why are you asking for me? Why is this demon asking for me? Who seeks to kill, steal, and destroy me all the time. Why he keep asking God for me? And God don't give him and grant him the permission every time. God says he comes to him more than he shows me when he gives him permission. And God said, because you don't hate him. Even though you know he's not Lucifer, but you still remember Lucifer. And I should be so angry at myself. Why don't I hate Satan? He keeps trying to destroy me. He keep, But why can't I? I want to be angry. I want to hate him. I hate him. I want to. I want to hate him. I could never hate him. And he knew I couldn't. Because I'm not created to. Neither are you. Now, away with him. We don't even talk to him. But you can definitely have a conversation if you wanted to. That's like having a panel discussion with Satan and the demons. But the demons wouldn't even say anything because the thing that they would say, Satan would be really pissed because all they would say is words of regret. 
if we know it would have been like this, if we had known it would be like this for us, we would never listen. He didn't just deceive Adam and Eve first. He deceived us first. Sin didn't start in the earth. Sin started in the kingdom. Salvation is not for the middle realm. It's for the heavenly realms as well. That no one would ever have a thought to even want to be worshipped ever again. Because the blood paved the way for on high and the middle realm. God is sharing things that's not written in the book because it's a book to keep us living off his instructions while we're here. But God wants you to know that he is the God of now that can tell you what things are, how things are due to what he done then, now. Tell you things that no one here knows. And when Satan came to the bottom of the steps, he walked towards the kitchen. There were two chairs at the table and he was sitting and he looked at me like, there are two chairs. You see me sitting, go figure. So I sat down right in front of him. God blurred his face because I couldn't take the look of his features, but I saw his face black. His entire spirit is black. Is darker than black, the color black. That's a different color, different shade. His hair was jet black with a part in the middle. It was very dingy, dirty, but it was very straight. You could tell how it was. His hair came to his collarbones. I could tell he had a goatee, but it was blurred. I can see enough to know his eyes are completely black. There's no white in his eyes. And he's still the same, you know, form, but everything good about it been stripped. He's still strong, but his strength is not with power. His strength regarding his formation, how he's formed his, the formality that God, you know, brought him to pass as an archangel. His shoulders are still broad. He's still tall. I see his calves. They were very strong, but he's weak. He has no power. He missed singing. He missed eating good food. He missed smelling good things. He missed how it was. And God would have me I was like, why me to go with Satan times that Satan wants to really vent to have somebody to talk to on the other side. He can't talk to those who can only relate negatively. He wanted someone from the positive side to see what it's like for him. And he went to God regarding me. Because he remember me as a little girl trying to make things right between him and God because it's all I know if somebody is upset together then help them you know stop being mad at one another I hate it when people were mad and fuss and fight and I was like father Satan come here both of you sit down I never get those moments when I had my tea parties as a little girl you guys come here 
Now Satan apologized to God. And guess what? God would never say anything. And that been going on from four, three to about now. <laughs> I can't lie. I was like, there's nothing that God doesn't change his mind. Nothing we can ever say or do. He can never go back home. We don't know what that's like to have final judgment that you can never be forgiven. That you never have your mind renewed. Never have the mercy of God to spare you. To not walk in anything good ever again. I'm going to show you what my words, what it looks like for Satan permanently. It's like going up a roller coaster, but don't ever go down to enjoy the ride. You get prepared to go on. That's how his plan looks. He forms it, but it never prospers. He could put his all in a plan that just continues to fail. Everything that he will ever do will always fail, but he's still considered to be worth a try. And it's not scary at all. We think about Satan and witches and all that. We feel scared. But today is different for me. It's like, you're not even as scary as you appear to be. You are scared, not scary. And he said, I am scared. Now you imagine waking up to Satan saying to you, I'm scared. I don't want to go to hell. My vengeance because of my punishment. That's why I'm seeking to kill, steal, and destroy all of you. Because there's no hope for me. I can feel Satan's emotions without me feeling. I can feel by seeing. And I'm telling you guys, listen to me. He feels like giving up. Even though he's going to continue to try. He has moments when he feels like just saying, forget it. Everything I do, it fails. There's no point in even trying to do anything anymore. Now imagine that. He just say, forget, trying to kill, steal, and destroy us like he normally do. And we don't see no attacks coming our way. We don't see no fiery dots coming our way. We don't see no negativity being done because nobody's under that influence. And sometimes we encounter things so long that we wouldn't even know what it's like to even live that. We'd be still operating that way because we're so used to doing it even though he's not even said anything. He really feels like giving up because he can feel glory present like never before. And he's not included I seen how he looked at Christ. God took me into a basement. And I'm surrounded by demons and Satan. And they wasn't doing anything. They can't do anything with power. I have power. You have power. Oh, 
Father is Almighty God. What can our Father not do? God is introducing himself to you so we can get him correct. So we can come at him correctly. Knowing who our God is personally. Knowing that you would never just see me without. Never have I ever, will I ever have to beg you to do what you already done for me, God. What can this bill do unto me? What can this report do unto me? Do you know plagues still exist? When we listen, please, whenever we do things maliciously, maliciously, listen to the word, maliciously, wanting to do evil against someone on purpose, a plague comes upon any of us. And it starts with sickness and disease. And there goes a sudden decrease. Blessings stop flowing. Shortages in your life, my life. If you have children, they start acting out. It's like you are being affected negatively as poison. Because that was poisonous. You become what you release. I see it all the time. People do things unto you and I maliciously. I'm telling you, stop it now. You don't want to be ill. You don't want to die. You see what happened to Miriam? Moses' sister was struck with leprosy because she spoke against Moses right in his face and became sick immediately. We don't want that. Cut out the maliciousness. We know the thought. Don't entertain it. We know the deed. Don't entertain it. I am seeing Satan's end right now. And I never heard him talk the way he's talking now. He's saying you don't want to live like this. But if you... Allow me to have you to come over here. Come on. But if you know what I know, you don't want to. Now, when have we ever said stuff like that? Because the thing is, we keep thinking about end times, end times. Do you know that that's more of the glory side of it? Not calamity. It's glory. It's only Scary to those who keep resisting the right thing to do. Hallelujah. It's going to be bad for those who don't want to do good. Satan said to me, I remember you. What a way to wake up. I can feel the atmosphere. God said, go back to 
the encounter when you were in that basement in that school, that abandoned demonic school. Okay. I was surrounded by the demons. They were just surrounding me, talking. Satan was right there. And I'm like, in my mind, in my thoughts, you know, my thoughts were, and my heart cry was, where is Jesus? And as soon as I thought it, Satan didn't hear my, he didn't hear my thought, nor did he hear what was in my heart. I heard the door open upstairs. It's too much good to want to do bad. It's too much good to want to feel bad. Just receive the good. Receive the good. Receive the good. Think good thoughts. Don't think bad thoughts. Think good ways. Don't misbehave. Don't. Just don't. Whatever it was before here this morning, just, just don't do it anymore. I'm telling you. Because the goodness of the Lord, it convicts us. The goodness it keeps us. The goodness has us to walk in greatness. The goodness of the Lord is everything that we need. You understand? And I'm trying to finish this. And the door opened upstairs. And all I heard was, you know, when you can hear going down the steps, the wooden stairs. I heard every step Christ. He was coming downstairs. And all I can do is point up and say to Satan, he's here. And Satan was like, wow. He was amazed himself because he worshiped Christ as well. Do you know what that had to be like for Satan to try to lead Christ in the wilderness to tempt him? And Christ following him just to leave out Filled with Holy Spirit. That was the way for him to be filled with Holy Spirit. By following Satan to deny him three times. It's like whoa. God. I'm like father is this all for real? Or they just, just try to size me up with this book. I say it's real. Because one thing I don't play with is being lied to. Yeah I can't do the lies. Don't lie to me. That's why God said I'm the father of truth. I talk to God as my God, my my everything, basically. But I love to say, friend, I don't mind asking God, is this for real? You understand? I can't even sit up. I'm uh, I'm on the fall, God. God said, your words have a lot of power now, more than ever before. So be mindful what you say. If you say you're about to fall, you're going to fall. I'm not about to fall. <laughs> Let me sit up off this bed. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you guys. Satan said, I remember you. It was a great myth of 
encounters of him seeing us in visions. God was showing those in the kingdom prophecies of us, what we look like, what we sound like, how we worship him. And Satan was looking at the visions and the prophecies. Everybody else was just so amazed, but he was just investing so much of his effort and devoting himself to the vision that he began to entertain it in a different way. And Satan is really starting to testify what really happened. It's like, I'm a father of lies because I'm deceiving. But it doesn't mean I don't know the truth. He wanted to tell me something I never knew. It's like, I know I'm dead. I know I am death. But I just want to say this to you. Yes, I'm still going to try to kill, still destroy. But I'm going to tell you something. Something is happening in this atmosphere supernaturally. It's like whatever's on me is pushing Satan far away from me. Now, he's still going to be out trying to do what he does maliciously. But I can really see that he's feeling to give up. And what that means is that you're going to see more of the glory side of things. Because it's not just for me. He's starting to give up what he has been trying to do unto you since you've been here. Because the glory, it supersedes his demonic plan against you. It's like the glory of God pushes him further away. That you can't even see what he's trying to do. He can't even think straight. He's so amazed at what's surrounding you. That's what glory looks like. Everything good was stripped from him. He screams out, I'm sorry. With his hands over his ears. He don't even want to hear his own confession of a cry to God. In this dark place, the demons are not even there. It's just him. And there is no escape. We don't even know what it's like to not be forgiven. We don't know what it's like to not receive. You understand what comes with repentance? Because we are aware of rededication. We are aware of being renewed. We are aware of being revived. We are aware of the re, which means again. He don't have no again. And I'm starting to see how small fear really is. I never felt this before what I'm feeling. And God had me to feel help coming. And I'm asking God, what makes you send my help now? What is it that I am walking in and embracing that you feel that I need the help from this man? With your noun regarding me that did not happen before, what's taking place that you want to add now? Your noun, not my noun. 
my natural now, my natural way of thinking now. Because we still have a body that still operates and, you understand, communicates with the five physical senses. We can't deny that. Don't you still taste? Don't you still touch? Don't you still see naturally? Of course you do. We able to see in two different ways, spiritual and natural. Natural doesn't mean bad because it wouldn't be no super on something bad. It's super on the natural. And Satan, oh God, whatever you're doing in the earth right now, Satan is so terrified. You know what's so amazing is that he's the only archangel with the last letter R. Every other archangel has the last letter L. Raphael, Mikael, Gabriel. And I know many of you hear me say it like that. I thought it was Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael until they <laughs> told me their names and how to say it. Let me talk a little bit about the archangels. Michael, we all know, is the chief in the army of God. That means that Michael doesn't play. He's serious about what he does. They all are. But did you know that Michael is a comedian in the kingdom? He's a jokester. He likes to have fun. But one thing out of many of Michael, when it comes to his description as his identity as an archangel, you got to get him right. <laughs> he will correct. <laughs> I was like, when I first, I woke up to seeing him standing in the corner of my wall. I was like, dang, you big. You're big. He was like, I'm mighty. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I mighty. <laughs> he said, big of me, anything. It could be fat. <laughs> it could be, you know, to you, out of shape. No, I'm mighty. Okay, mighty. Michael plays a lot. And Michael knows when to cut it off. He could go from laughing and joking to looking serious due to what he see approaching you. Every fiery dot that comes your way, he's the one that pluck them before they even come. Michael is the one that's being sent from God along with the entire kingdom. But his, you know, form, how God formed him, how God had him to be, how he had him to be regarding you. And your defense is Jehovah Nisi, your banner, your victory. Michael comes to bring you your victory every time the devil tries to cause you. Ooh. Satan, woo, oh God, he is screaming, he is screaming how scared he really is. Everything that he does fail, even if he tries so hard for it not to, it's set up to fall. Now imagine everything you do, it, it falls. Everything he does, it should never prosper. And everything you and I do, it shall too prosper. <laughs> God has shown me how far down he is. How way beneath and what way beneath really looks like. I heard it in his voice. He sounds so far away. 
he said, I remember you. In a way how his voice sound. I given Satan an interview. And I wanted to ask some questions. Not something I already know he would say. Even though he's deceiving the father of lies, he still know how to tell the truth. <laughs> he still know the word. He still knows. God created him and God's intentions were for him to lead us into worshiping and giving God the highest praise. But he saw us worshiping him instead of worshiping God in his vision. Every vision that God showed him what God is, he put himself in God's shoes. And Satan is so scared because the glory is present like never before here. People think that the world going to get worse. How can it get worse if we're out here evangelizing and people are coming alongside with the truth every day? To see how Satan is formed, to see his long legs and big calves, and they're black. I was like, Father, how did he look before? God said, your eyes couldn't take that beauty. Because you, it would destroy, you know, how you feel regarding what's happening now. Because he's not that. He can never be who he was. Everything about him has been stripped from my kingdom. Everyone knows he exists but not in the way I have formed him. To be our God, for God to be our God and know that he's seen beforehand that one of his creations was going to turn on him and have others to do so as well and still went along what he's seen because even his thoughts doesn't lie. Because if he's seen that and changed it, it would change the fact that he's not a man that he should not. Because everything he see, it is. So he see the end to the beginning. And if he changed what he's seen due to what he did not want to encounter, that would make him out to be a liar. He just provided a way of an escape due to everything he's seen that he was not okay with. God is really using me to simplify what we complicate sometimes. Because we see God so big in a sense of a natural way of using quantity. And that's why we think that we don't deserve or earn. And it eliminates us from knowing our worth because we're trying to fit his description in an earthly form of measurement we think his blessings are too great in the form of measurements naturally how can I receive something so big and yet who, who am I to receive such because you have to take measurement off of 
something that's freely given. Because if we use measurement, it will look like it's costly. What do I have to do to get something that I want from God? And God say, only believe. That's it. And many of us say that, but demonstrate, I have to do more. I have to pray more. I have to fast more. I have to just talk good and, you know, be good and just live. Satan says, I am so scared. I cannot escape my final punishment. And final means forever. I'm so scared of what that fire is going to feel like. But I can't escape it. Satan would rather commit suicide. But God wouldn't even give him that. If there was a way that he could, he would. Cannot kill a spirit. It lives an eternal fire forever or in an eternal kingdom one or the other and I really need to speak out much more to crowds of people who do not understand what hell really is and that hell is created but no one is there I have to really say this because the thing is, God used man to give instructions as to what not to do. But in the presence of Christ, you will and shall confess who he is. And no one has ever said thus far, you are not Christ. Because out of your body, you are in his presence as a spirit. And your spirit already knows who it is. Who to serve and who he is. No one departs their body and still walk in and think a lie. Make sense out of sense. Because there are so many people who believe in our Father, our Lord, and Holy Spirit, but still use God's words when he said we are one in the sense that God is Jesus and Holy Spirit. They all one in the sense of quantity. And God has given a different description. He is our almighty God. He's our Father. He's our creator. And I so love you as your creator. I give it my son, not myself. I can't touch sin. It disconnects me. So I put my son in the form of a baby in this woman's womb. And my son always said, I do not do anything unless I see and hear my father do. Christ never done anything unto himself as if he is me. Holy Spirit, a description in a form of a dove, living water, being submerged in living water. Holy Spirit is living water. Holy Spirit is fire. All-consuming fire. 
water and fire. Holy Spirit is a intercessor. Holy Spirit is our help who intercedes to help us while we are here while Christ is preparing to come back. You visionize what it's like for Christ's body to be in the kingdom, put away until we get back in it. His body never rotted. It's put away. Do you know how amazing that is? All the flesh, it rots when it departs out of the spirit, away from, and his is still the same. And the kingdom put up. What can our father not do? He's not getting back... Christ not getting back in no rotten body. A lot of times we call God Christ names and Christ God name. God is not our Lord. So we cannot say Lord God. That's putting Christ above our God without us even being aware. Lord is Christ. He said, I am Lord of you, Lord. Not our Father is Lord. I'm Lord of you, Lord. So we have to know how to talk to God. We cannot confuse their identity. When God said we are one, that means one heart, one mind, one sound, one faith. From one God. There's only one God, one Christ, one Holy Spirit, one you. And we are all one as a family in a sense of quality and not one in a sense of quantity. Now, even though God said we are God, it doesn't mean that we are equal with him. He's our creator. Even though he uses us to create as well because we are creative from our creator. I'm still blown away how Satan asked God to say to me. I remember you. You can break this up. 